Hey everybody, this is How to Pass NCLEX Monday Motivation, our weekly broadcast where we go over NCLEX questions. We will be spotlighting nursing fundamentals, but you know what time it is. As Nurses Week is over, we now have an another amazing event coming up, and it is actually our NU time, Remark Nurse University. We will be focusing on pharmacology this year. Oh my goodness. Every Monday in June, it is happening at 8 p.m. Eastern time. I really want you to commit to RNU. Pharmacology is a tough subject. We will be tackling it. And so in order for you to get the workbook, you guys know how we do. It's super easy. You need to sign up by going to remarnurse.com slash RNU. It's super easy. Remarnurse.com slash RNU. And if you want to get into pharmacology and if you want to get started before, remember Quick Facts for NCLEX has the back of um, the back of the book actually is the pharmacology section. So if pharmacology is something you're struggling with, these are the top. Let me mind it, these are the top hundred drugs on your NCLEX exam. So as we will be studying pharmacology for RNU, you can get a jump start on your pharmacology today by getting in this book. And if you don't have this book, I got great news. We are doing a 50% off sale. Oh my goodness, of Quick Facts, which we never do, but we are cutting the price in half right now for RNU. Go to remarnurse.com and get your Quick Facts before RNU gets started. And you'll be able to prepare for not only your NCLEX, but also if you're doing finals or exit exams, or even start exams, <laughs> Quick Facts for NCLEX is your perfect study guide. Nursing students all over love it. If you have Quick Facts and you love it, go ahead and put hearts on the screen and let me know that you're rocking with Quick Facts. All right, here is our first question for today. It is simply this. Ben is directed to continue applying 30-minute cold compresses at home after getting a prescription for pain medication and to begin 30-minute hot compresses the next day. The nurse describes how hot compresses are used by, is it number one? It has an anesthetic effect. Two, increases the amount of nutrients in the blood, which aids in wound healing. Three, for improved healing, increases oxygenation to the damaged tissues. Or four, to prevent infection, it causes vasoconstriction. We're talking about hot compresses. Which of the following are going to be applicable to the reason, the purpose, the indication of a hot compress? Go ahead and put your answers on the screen. This is how you participate in how to pass NCLEX. You come, you read the question, you answer it, and then I give you the correct answer, which in this case, it was number three, hot compresses improve healing by increasing oxygenation to the damaged tissues. Did you get that one right? Did you get that one right? Tap in, registered nurses, practical nurses. These questions are for you um, and they are to help you prepare for your board exams. We do this every Monday. 
here at Read My Review. Tap in right now. Here's the next question. JR is brought to the hospital because he is experiencing signs and symptoms of a stroke. On admission, the Glasgow Coma Scale is a six. A central venous catheter was placed in the client for an infusion. The infusion has begun. What nursing diagnosis should you prioritize? Okay, number one, prevent skin breakdown. Two, preserve muscle function. Three, promote urinary elimination. Or four, maintain a patent airway. We have a patient, the Glasgow Coma Scale is six, and a central venous catheter has been placed. What is the nursing diagnosis that is the priority here? What's the nursing diagnosis that is the priority? Is it prevent skin breakdown, number one? Two, preserve muscle function. Three, promote urinary elimination. Or four, maintain a patent airway. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. The correct answer, absolutely. Absolutely. The priority is going to be number four, maintain a patent airway. Maintaining a clear airway is always the first concern for sure in order to ensure that um, the individual can breathe. And if you're studying quick facts, it referenced that last question referenced Glasgow coma um, scoring. And so this is super important um, in your studying because you need to be able to know, okay, if you have um, if you have a certain head trauma, if you have a certain head trauma, what's the expectation? So I actually wanted to direct you guys to the cerebral vascular accident section, the cerebral vascular accident section in your quick facts, because signs of a, a CVA, which is basically, um, it's basically a stroke, right? Um, and so these things can happen these things can happen for many reasons, right? Remember, the reasons that a patient could have a stroke are going to be um, either hemorrhage, okay? A hemorrhage can cause a stroke, which means that there's a bleed in the brain. And so if a patient has been involved in a car crash or if an elderly patient falls and hits their head, they can actually have a stroke, right? So a, 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 a hemorrhage can cause a stroke, a blood clot can cause a stroke, right? Or even if a patient has um, uh, hypertension, right, where there's a vascular accident, then that can cause a stroke as well. That's why one reason why high blood pressure is so dangerous because your patient can stroke. And so it's very important because stroke is so common that you study this cerebrovascular accident section in ClickFacts because you want to know what the treatment looks like, what the signs and symptoms looks like, what are the priorities early on, um, what medications you can give, what medications you cannot give. And so that's going to be very important, especially if you talk about a patient who is having a bleed on their brain. If a patient is having a hemorrhagic stroke, we don't want to give them blood thinners, right? We don't want to give them aspirin. We don't want to give them heparin because the bleed could be worse. And so um, these are these are what we talk about when we talk about knowing content and quick facts providing that great content for you to be able to make good judgment, good clinical judgment. Okay.
Question number three, question number three coming at you guys. The nurse observes a client who has a disintegrated personality and oftentimes withdrawn. Mm -hmm. The client's speech is incoherent and there is a lack of personal hygiene and grooming. Behavior is also noted to be uninhibited. Which type of schizophrenia best describes the above symptoms? Is it number one, paranoid type? Two, undifferentiated type? Three, catatonic type? Four, disorganized type? What, 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 what would you say is going to be the schizophrenia associated with it? And you guys have to understand the principles of schizophrenia, but also um, these terms are are, are very, um, are they're the fundamental terms. They're fundamental terms. So what would you guys say it would be? Client has a disintegrated personality, oftentimes withdrawn. The speech is incoherent and there is a like a lack of personal hygiene and grooming, and the behavior is noted to be inhibited, uninhibited, uninhibited, uninhibited. Okay, I'm feeling, I'm feeling the answers. I see the answers, and we are primarily going with the correct answer, which is a beautiful thing today, guys. It is number four, disorganized. And so the patient had disorganized uh, disintegrated personality, the speech was incoherent. So that means it's disorganized with an inappropriate affect. Okay. Good job. I like it. You guys are following, you're tracking, you're studying together and it's super powerful. I hope you guys know that you're putting great, great, great energy into your studies and it's showing today. It's showing. Question number four, 32-year-old Caucasian male is currently establishing care at the facility. His initial diagnosis is paranoid schizophrenia. Paranoid schizophrenia. The nurse anticipates the following assessment for schizophrenia paranoid type. Is it going to be number one, silly behavior, poor personal hygiene, incoherent speech? Two, anger, auditory hallucinations, persecutory, persecutory delusions. Three, flat affect, anhedonia, allergia. Or four, abnormal motor activity, frequent posturing, autism. Mm. All of these, all of these <clears throat> can be seen in schizophrenia, all of them. But we're looking for the paranoid type of schizophrenia. Put the answers on the screen and then go sign up for RNU <laughs> right now. As we are contemplating the correct answer, I got to tell you guys that Remar Nurse University will be starting in June every Monday at 8 p.m. And so I want you guys to definitely sign up for it so you get the notices, so you get the workbook, and so you get the replays just in case you miss it because we are going deep into pharmacology and it is not to be missed 
at all. Right now, even now, we are preparing for NCLEX by doing amazing questions together. You guys are already here. You're already signed up. So we are talking about paranoid schizophrenia and what the symptoms will look like, what the symptoms will look like. And so if you are looking at this, I hope you chose answer number two because anger, auditory hallucinations, and persecutory delusions, those are the, the signs and symptoms of paranoid type of schizophrenia, the paranoid type of schizophrenia. So number two was the correct answer. I hope you guys enjoyed the NCLEX questions. We love NCLEX questions, but remember, most of them are based on large concepts, especially when you're a new nurse. Most of them are going to be based on your fundamental concepts, your integrated concepts that you learned in nursing school. So review that information. Review it, review it, review it. That's the best way to pass NCLEX. Our motivation, man, you guys, our Monday motivation is not my plan, but God's plan. How many of you are feeling that? Like you're coming to a place in your life where you realize, and you guys know the Monday motivations um, are, are personal, okay? And sometimes I don't get it until I say it, but somebody is resonating with this. You're coming to realize that although things are happening to you, all around you, things seem to be happening, there is a bigger plan going on that you don't control. There is, uh, there is something else happening that you are not in control of. And sometimes when we set our expectations to control things in our lives, we just, we, we realize that actually we are not the main character at all. You know, some of us have main character syndrome. I'm one of those people, like, I, I, I tend to see things from my perspective. I love I love listening to people and, and nurses, we're, we're like this, right? We, we, we understand what people are going through. We have knowledge about what they're dealing with, but we also have a set of plans and a set of things that we have to get done every day. Every day, no matter what, I got to do X, Y, and Z. And so sometimes in life, when you deal with this disappointment and things don't go your way, oh, you got to remember this. You got to remember that at the end of the day, God's plan supersedes your plan at all times. And so and so this is us, right? We're planning things in, in advance. How many of you guys have trips coming up, right? It's the summertime. Kids are going to be out of school. You have a vacation plan coming up. You 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 know your birthday is you know your birthday is in June. You know your birthday is in July, right? So you're you're even planning for Memorial Day, right? We're planning, we're constantly planning for things, events and weddings. You guys may plan for your, your your graduation, right? All these things we are we're doing because we feel like we can we can do it. We feel like we have control of this area. We feel like we we deserve these things, right? These things are coming to us. Um but when plans don't go our way, we tend to get disappointed, right? And Mark says this all the time. He says he doesn't really like to have expectations because expectations will get you disappointed, particularly in people, right? When you're expecting you from other people, when you're expecting other people to um, sometimes to support you, if I'm keeping it real, when you're expecting other people to support you, to encourage you, and it doesn't happen, 
we tend to get disappointed when we work really hard for something or we put our efforts towards one thing and it doesn't work out. We get disappointed, right? We, we, we get disappointed because our plans didn't go our way. And this week in particular, this week in particular, somebody is feeling that way. Uh, I know yesterday we found out that one of our very close church members had passed away. She suddenly passed away and she called Mark and I for prayer uh, last week. She called, she said, I just want my elder to pray for me. And she was talking and she, and um, you know, she was talking to us and Mark gave her some counsel. And um, I, I totally expected to hear from her again. I totally expected to hear from her again. And I don't know, you know, if, if you've ever felt a loss where you're just like, no, like that wasn't the plan. That wasn't how it was supposed to be. And I'm not, I'm, I'm speaking about death, but maybe there's some other things. Maybe there's some marriages um, that didn't go as planned. And so now you're looking at a divorce or, or maybe, you know, you've experienced some sort of disappointment and you're like, that's not the plan. And so I'm feeling this. This week, y'all, I'm feeling this week where that wasn't the plan. That wasn't the plan, right? And so we, we have to remember that in our disappointment and, and sometimes our, un, our our lack of understanding, you know, that we, we have to remember this, okay? Your plans are not God's plans, and God doesn't have to include you in every decision that he makes because he sees the beginning from the end. He sees the, 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 the thing before it even happens. And his timing and his, his understanding and his plans are always better than ours, even when it doesn't feel good. Y'all, even when it doesn't feel good, even when it doesn't feel good, we have to trust that. It is good. All things work together for the good, right? Uh, and there is something that we are going to uh, benefit from, from this trial. And, um, and so that, that is, our, that is our, our hope for this week, that even though our plans are not, uh, are not fulfilled, we understand that God's plan is better and he has a surprise for you. He has something better for you that is coming and it doesn't feel good now, but the, the Lord is about to surprise you. And, and the scripture that helps to affirm that is this, oh, is this Isaiah 60, 22, when the time is right, I, the Lord, will make it happen. Whatever it is, whatever that thing is, in our wisdom, we may not be able to see it. We may not be able to see it. It may not look right, but God says that, number one, when the time is right, our timing is not his timing at all. Our timing is like we want it right away. And God's timing is like, no, I'm taking you through a process. I'm taking you through something that is building up your character. Sometimes the things we want, honestly, we don't have the character to have. 
we don't have the uh we don't have the strength we don't have the the um the understanding we don't have the patience to have and with our nursing license it can be like that because yes you want to be a nurse you want to have that responsibility you want to have that pressure that weight of coming into a situation taking care of somebody life or death in your hands you know handling four five eight nine ten patients depending on where you are and God is like, ho, oh, oh, like, ah, 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 you have to understand, you have to understand hurt to go into this environment. You have to understand disappointment when you're talking to somebody that uh, is receiving a terminal illness. You have to understand uh, long suffering uh, to deal with somebody that has HIV or AIDS. You know, you have to understand um, a, a compassion when dealing with a newborn that is a disabled or talking to parents who have lost a child. And so sometimes God is uh, he's sending us through trials to build our character. Oh, y'all got to feel this with me. Sometimes God is requiring more of us um, through our compassion, our patience. Our, our understanding that his timing is perfect. And we don't get that. We don't get that all the time when everything goes our way. We don't, if everything always goes your way, when do you experience patience? And so this week, when things don't go your way, I want you to think about ultimately what position you're playing, right? Because there's a bigger story that's happening. We know that there's a bigger story that's happening. And so as you are trying to participate in it, know that it's not all about you. You're actually not the main character of the story. We feel like we're the main character, but we're not the main character. Christ is the main character, right? And so um, our Monday motivation, our scripture, um, our, our, our pressing into this week is going to call us to build our character. And that is not our plans, not my plans, but God's plan. Yes, God. Yes, 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 yes. Love, love, love how we start our week here every Monday. Remarnurse.com. This is how we do it. So um, if you are part of this community, I do have to tell you again that we have R and U coming up. R and U coming up. And that is going to be highlighting pharmacology, which you can get in Quick Facts for NCLEX. So we're doing a, we're doing a promotional sale on that book because it is part of the virtual trainer. And so during RNU, a lot of you guys will be getting the VT and you will need to have the companion book, which is Quick Facts for NCLEX. But again, sign up for Remar Nursing. This is a free um, this is a free program that we're doing, Remar Nurse University, and you can do it by going to rnu.com. See you guys later.